Hello, welcome to Greenhouse Live. Uh, after what was a pretty disappointing performance, to be honest, against uh, Newcastle Knights today at Campbelltown, um, really didn't start off well at all, Matt. And uh, we started to come into it towards the second half. We got a couple of tries right in a row to to give us some hope, but uh, but certainly not one of our better performances. No, uh, we were obviously beaten by that scrum play that we talked about a bit before the season got started and in those first couple of rounds. Um, we even touched on it last week. Um, and then losing Jack White and just as the, the momentum turned uh, certainly didn't help us. No, it didn't. And so the game, the game really got off to a, to a bad start with um, Nick O'Clockstead dropping the ball um, probably, I think, the first set of the game. And... Um, and we talked in the preview show to the season, which was a long time ago now, but but we talked then and we talked a bit about last week about this new scrum rule. Yep. And if you want to understand what I meant by that, watch the first try and watch the first try after half time. Was it their third third or fourth try? Oh, was there one, one just yeah. after half time. Yep. That's exactly what I mean by this, this scrum rule is a massive change to the game because what you do is you get the opportunity to take the scrum from the middle of the field and what you do is you create a three-on-three on one side and the Newcastle uh, left-side attack, our right-side defence, has been very, very good this year. They've got a fantastic young player in Bradman Best who... who was an absolute superstar in all the juniors coming through. I mean, he's been he's been sort of anointed for a few years now. He's managed by Clinton Shkoski, Um that he was going to be one coming through to watch. And, and if you look at, if you compare, say, someone like a Nick Kotrick, who was big-bodied, uh, come through just sort of, I guess, so much bigger than the others in, in juniors, which which means that they are so so strong. Similar background as well, in that he played fullback. Mm. Mainly in juniors, and now he, now you can see that he'll have his his career in the in the centres. Um, partly they've got a pretty good fullback in Ponga as well. I don't think they're going to be taking him away from that too too uh, soon. But um, you know, Bradman Best is that big body, and what you saw is you see that three on three, and I think that it shows that we've got a little bit of work to do there with our defence in that in that. George Williams. So George Williams got a lot of credit last week, and there was an interesting post in the in the greenhouse about Sean Wayne, the the England coach, and, and his coach at Wigan was a little bit critical of him, and and it, and it seemed to be a little bit ridiculous. Some of the comments on greenhouse that sort of oh, what would this guy know? What that showed to me, and George Williams had a very good game today. We'll touch on we'll touch on his positives, but yeah. one thing it showed is that is that. It's all very well to be defensively able to put a big hit on, and that's and that's what he, he showed last week. But defence is also about positioning too. Mm. And when you get when you get uh, three on three off those scrums, and you don't have the you don't have the uh, edge defender back rower protecting. They they you isolate George Williams, and he got caught out. And Curtis Scott gets lost when that happens. Oh yeah. So Curtis Scott gets <laughs> lost. Kotrick tends to to um, come in, I think, a bit too early off the line, and we get caught. And that and that happened to us a couple of times today. Yeah. Well, that first scrum was really good. Um, we, we obviously watched it again on on the replay at half time. Yeah. But per- Pierce obviously gets it off McCulloch off the back of the scrum. Now the first thing Pierce does is engage George Williams, 
Um, now, if you actually watch our defensive line from the touch judge side, you'll notice our three guys come up three steps. And as soon as they come three, all of a sudden, both Scott and Kotrick then take two backwards, which is never good because, of course, once you start backpedaling, you're really in trouble. But if you watch it from behind the Knights, Pierce comes up, engages Williams, and immediately passes it to Ponga. At that point, Williams gets on his bike and starts herring towards uh, Curtis Scott. But Ponga's already got the same idea. He's going the same way. Um, and then Scott's in big trouble because he either has to come up and try and put a hit on Ponga, try and shut it down himself, while also trying to watch what's happening with his man best. Now, in this instance, he squared up. He basically stopped still. Uh, Ponga offloaded to best, who was, of course, hit it at pace. Now, Scott's obviously done his best and grabbed hold of him, but as we've just explained, best is essentially Kotrick. Five metres out, full head of steam, it's going to be almost impossible to stop. And as turned out, that's exactly what happened. Now, if we skip forward, and I know you'll probably come back to it later, but let's skip forward for a second for the same, it's the same scrum, same midfield thing, but Ponger actually does something different the second time. So this time around, Pierce again gets it off the back of the scrum, he engages the first man. Now, because I think Scott got beaten on the inside this time, Scott's come in, Kotrick's done the right thing as a winger and has followed him. The thing is, Pierce, uh, Ponger's good enough with his hands to throw it outside, and of course, Edric Lee just wanders wanders around the outside. And, and that's, that's the thing you can do off this scrum. It's exactly yeah. the same play. They've done exactly the same things. They've isolated the two edge defenders so that it's two on three and the guy with the ball just has to decide what to do next. And Pong is good enough to, to pick any of the options. Yeah, so you're in big trouble there. So giving away a scrum that 10, 20 metres out with, with the ability to be able to go to the middle makes a massive difference. If you, what it was previously where you could only be, be um, 20 metres in you had, well, it used to be 10 metres in, but 20 metres in the last couple of years, um, that you then had the, the uh, you know, you've had the short side and the, and the fat side. So you've had um, a lot more ability to be able to cover that. That quick play off the scrum, and, and you need the back rowers to, to protect. And, and if you've got um, halves that don't make... Don't necessarily make the, the good reads, and you put a lot of pressure on the half to, and the centres to make good reads because the ball comes out very quickly, and you haven't got the edge back row protecting. Now right. we then look at the second try that they scored, and that was in the in the normal play. And we we one of the advantages about um, watching them at home at the moment, we'd much rather be there. But uh, at watching at home is we can go back at half time and slow them down and, and have a look, and we did that. And um, Papali is in the tackle, Horsburgh's in the tackle, and uh, Hogson. They all come back far too slow. Um, Whitehead comes back too slow as well. And, and Well, Whitehead then gets isolated himself, which then puts um, Whiten, and, and they go in between Whitehead and Whiten, and you've got Croker and um, Simonson trying to cover. That's that's where we were, we were a bit lacklustre today and a bit slow. Uh, being able to cope with all of that. And we, we gave away um, a lot of ball early and, and that gave them the chance. Their guns also played really well. Oh, Ponga had a masterclass today and, and Pierce was able to control the game off the back of that because every time they got half a chance, quick play the balls, whatever, Ponga was involved um, and he put on a show tonight. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a reason why that kid's rated as a $1.2 million player and, and we saw every last bit of it tonight. 
But it wasn't only those two, too. I mean, McCulloch, McCulloch for, you know, like there wasn't much talk about him in the coverage, but for him having his first game for a new club, mm. he had a he had a mammoth game. He had 60-odd tackles. He was he was he had got them Good moving service. quickly, moving quickly all the time. He had a great game, I thought. And um, Clemmer had a really good good start to the game. He came on. It was just as we were starting to get into the game where he came back on at the end, mm. uh, did that, put the hit on... Um, George Williams at the end, which which uh, forced the ball. Now, you could argue maybe whether that was a bit late, but uh, forced the ball there and they got the try right at the end. But I thought, you know, Whiten going off hurt sort of gave hurt our momentum. I'm not too sure that um, – I mean, Whitehead went to 5'8". I'm not too sure that um, Jordan Rapana has played back row too often. I think he got lost a little bit there. Um, but Clemmer coming back on at that time as well just – Gave them all that momentum back, and we weren't able to to keep it going. When when at that point I started to feel, and I, I said that I said if we keep them to twenty eight, it was only right at the end they didn't score twenty eight. Yeah. But we keep them to twenty eight, I think we can get them because there was still twenty odd minutes to go when we got those two tries in a row. Um, but White and getting hurt there really hurt, and and you know look the you know if we had one one up there we would have stolen it but yeah, but definitely. the uh, so I don't you can argue, really argue the better team didn't win but um, we just didn't have when we started to get something going we didn't have much yeah no and and you know I quoted a stat to you two minutes in that um, since the six again rule which is of course post COVID only one side has won having not scored the first try. So two minutes in, I'd basically written us off statistically after 10 games. Um, but yeah, also... I'm not too sure. I, I, you know, <laughs> I said to you at the time, I thought, you know, that was a bit of a big call because it was two minutes in. But, but um, yeah, it is. It is um, I don't know whether it's going to make much difference about running teams down. It's just the way it's happened. I mean, Manly probably should have um, been able to come back from behind last night and win. So, um yeah, I don't. I don't know if that'll make a big difference, but yeah, well. but but certainly getting the jump and, and being ahead, uh, where teams do look a bit flat, is a bit of a, is a bit of an issue. Yeah, of course, and of course, um, I think this six again rule is definitely working with fatigue, and I think it's blowing out the score lines because there's only yeah. only two games that are within eight points, um, and that's the draw and the game last night. Um, you know, and and we noticed in both halves today that 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 second twenty minutes of both halves, even if it's that last fifteen minutes of a half, there are some really tired bodies out there. And um, the, at the end of the day, the Knights' middles did a better job than ours, and they just ran all over us. And the statistics show it that their um, three of their four props, I think, went one hundred and fifty. I think you said was it? Oh, Clamo went big meters. Both Safidis went big meters. Yeah, SESE so. went. Big meters, yeah. They, 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 as well as all their backs went crazy with meters. So they, they really um, had a big game. There's, yeah. there's not too many. All of their guns, and, and you know, you'd probably argue Newcastle, and I think they've set their salary cap up with it. This, they got a few guns, and then they drop off a bit. They got a few, couple of really good young players coming through. Best, obviously, I think Hoy will be a good player too. Although he only got a couple of minutes today, um, but they, they do probably. You know, don't hold right through their team, but their guns had a big game today, and when they do, that's when they're going to be at their best. And and you know, they've they've got a new coach. They've also got Dave Ferner as, as assistant coach, um, and um, and that's certainly um, they seem to be well structured. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's their side. Maybe not. This is probably putting a bit far. Their side is reminiscent of ours of last year, in that you can see you can see where they've put their money. Yeah. 
Um, you can see that they've got a few young guys coming through, and then there's those middle-of-the-road guys. And to win premierships and do well in premierships, you need those middle-of-the-road guys and those young guys to outperform their salary cap to keep them in the contest. Yeah. Um, and I said during the week um, that this Newcastle side is good, especially when you think about they had they lost three, their three best players inside 10 minutes last week, and they held on for a draw. Um, that just shows their grit and determination. Um, and so I wasn't surprised today that they defended and they played that way. Um, so I'm not surprised by their class, but they'll, they'll be there or thereabouts when, when the whips start cracking and, um, you know, we've got to be better. Yeah, and you have to say, we, we were talking just before half-time. It was 10-6 with about two minutes to go. It was a really good try before half-time. That, that catch and, 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 and put down by Jacko was, was fantastic. And a good Contrick. kick by... No, it was Jack White in the one before half time. Was it? Yeah, no, Patrick oh, no, was the one in the second. Patrick yeah, was the one in the second half. Yeah. Um, the White one before half time. Good kick by by Williams. Really good take put down. And and we were saying that, geez, at ten six, we were going to be very very happy with that because yeah, we'd we been awful. way outplayed <laughs> and, and we were very uh, lacklustre early on. So to give that penalty, to, to have that try just before half time. I don't think you can really argue about the penalty try, to be honest. I think Jacko was a little bit unlucky because he's the the uh, Newcastle guy is about to take possession of the ball and he's, and he's tackling him there. But he has got him early and he's got him without the ball and I don't think you can really argue, argue about that. Yeah, look, it's one of those things where Jack thought he was going to take it there. Really, he was going to take it on the next step. And, yeah. you know, you're out by a step. But unfortunately, in that instance, you can't argue it. Yeah, agree. Agree. So, as I say, we, we then started to... To come back a bit, the the second half. Well, after that ordinary try. Well, sorry, they they got a couple of tries, and then we did that short kick off, and that really turned it because we we got a we got a um, we got the ball back off that, and I think we we scored. That was that might have been the one that, that might have been the got, and then we had a really good set after after that. And at least one of the things we did do today is that we didn't we didn't panic. We actually played the right way after we were behind. So we were behind. We got that one try back with, with Kotrick, which was a good one. I said, right, we're in, yep. you know, let's let's just go from here. And there was still 25 minutes, 30 minutes to go at that stage. So there was a long way to go. We then had a really good set off the kick. Yeah, we to, went to, like 80 metres. Yeah, to get back into into position. And then we were able to get them. They, then they, they um, had that clumsy play the ball. Yep. And we were able to get the ball back. And then the try from Papali was just a super, super try, wasn't it? Like to 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 break through and to be you know run probably fifteen twenty meters as a prop uh, and just bust through them. That was that was a super try and, and, and a tough put down as well. Yeah, look, um, it was it was weird. It looked like the play had broken down, and then there was an extra offload, and then Papali catches it flat footed and comes sideways and. No one outside him's doing anything, so he just sort of turned it up field and yeah. ran over the top of Kurt Mann. All of a sudden, oh, he saw open pasture, and um, as good a defender as McCulloch is, he's not going to drag down 120 kilo once yeah. he's got a bit of bit of a head of steam. But yeah, to reach out and plan it was pretty good. And um, it was I don't know if it's just before that or just after, but Tarpany nearly put one down. No, that was after was, that. It was after that, yeah. And it's a similar sort of situation where he looked very hard to stop and then got pulled down. But, yeah, good effort by Papali, reminiscent of a couple of the big tries he scored at the back end of last year. But that really, that, that probably 10-minute period was probably about the only 10 minutes of the game where we really started to get on top. It was We were we were chasing it most of the time. And as I say, we, got, we started to get on top there. You thought maybe we were a chance to steal it. There's still 20 minutes to go to score two tries. 
but um, White getting hurt really. And that was off another good well. set too. We, yeah. we just had another good set. I think we walked up fifty or sixty meters. He put in a good kick, and um, yeah, once he didn't get back up again, we were in all sorts. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. Let's get to some of the comments. Um, see how we how we go. Uh, okay, um, Mark is saying Curtis Scott had a shocker. Um, yeah, look, I think he got he got caught out a couple of times, um, and he does does still have a little bit to learn there in, in defence. I think. Yeah, look, I think he got he got beaten by Ponga twice off the back of the scrum there, which made him look pretty ordinary, and um, he he did have one or two other other reads that were questionable, but I didn't think he was terrible. Um, not that I'm saying he was good, because there were a few blokes out there that were pretty terrible. We've got Henderson, Patrick, Craig, Robert. Sounds like an accounting firm, this, but um, Newcastle try not right. No video, refereeing video review are wrong. Um, no, sorry, we've, t- we've covered that. I, I, I don't agree with that. I think that I think he's talking about the penalty try. Okay. Um, no, I, I think we've we've covered that. I, I I don't think you could really argue with that, to be honest. Yeah, well, the the guy on field sent it up penalty try, and all the all they had to do was confirm it. Uh, Sharon's saying we just went on today. They played better than us in the first half. Yep, we wouldn't disagree with any of that. Uh, Martina's saying I hope Jack Whiten is okay. Look, I I I, I haven't heard anything. Uh, one way or the other, but I, I would be surprised if he's uh, not okay. He, he just seemed to get a head knock sort of as a, as a, as he hit the ground. Um, not surprising that he had to come off, but I would be surprised if he's in too bad a way, to be honest. A bit like Pongo, I would have thought that was, they're probably both going to be okay and, and right to play next week, I would have thought. Yeah, well, Ponga rang off, ran off three minutes after he got his, and he looked fine, so he, he's fine. Um, the, the fact that Whiten got up, walked off, didn't sort of stumble around, didn't look sick to me suggests that he'll be fine next week. Um, and I think he would have only had two minutes left to play, if even if he came back in, but I suspect he's, he's probably missed his HIA on yeah. field, but I reckon he'll be fine. Uh, Lenore's saying, I thought Bradman Best was excellent for them. I hope he plays for New South Wales. Uh, well, he certainly is from New South Wales, um, so he'd be eligible for them. Um, although I'm sure Queensland are trying to find a way to claim him, but um, I think he maybe maybe went to Gold Coast, maybe went to Dreamworld one time when he was a kid or something. That's probably enough for Queensland generally. But um, but seriously, he looked dangerous all game. Um, yeah, look, that guy that guy is a quality player. He's only 18, but anyone who's been following the juniors for the last few years knows how good a player he is. He um, He's a gun player. And, and again, the question, I guess, a bit like when Kotrick came into first grade, the question you ask is, and, and, and Brenko Lee's another example of this, so sometimes these guys at 15, 16, 17 are just gun players because they're so much bigger than everyone else. And maybe when they try and get to the next level they're not able, and, and they're playing against big men, they're not able necessarily just to bulk through them. Um, we've seen Kotrick be a quality player, um, Brenko Lee, I think, has suffered a little bit from that, but he's probably played 100 games of NRL, so you know he's had a reasonable career. Um, but I think Bradman Best will be a superstar for the next 10 years. Yeah, I've seen a bit of bit of Best um, in the juniors, and um, yeah, I mean, to, to to say he's had a junior career like Kotrick probably gives Raiders fans a pretty good idea of the kind of kid that's coming out of the grade um, there. But, yeah, I, I always say that about Brenko, that he was a big bloke, but he was playing against little blokes, and you just got to wonder whether the heart's there. And I think at the end of his Raiders career, most would have said that the heart or determination that some of these other kids like a Best and a Kotrick have to keep going at this level is something of a trait that he didn't have. Um, but then he did play for the Storm last night and he looked all right. He also flexed his squad four tries in his last game for the Raiders, <laughs> Brenko. But... Um... 
Uh, now, Sam's being probably a little bit harsh on uh, on Bailey Simonson. Bailey's unco. Rapana catches that ball and it's a different game. Well, there was one. There was one. I think I know the one you're talking about with the Rapana. The, the pass from Whitehead to uh, Rapana. Now, both of them are out of position. Um, that was just a silly pass to throw to Bailey. I, I think he's probably referring to the flick pass that went over Bailey. Oh, so you're, talking about, you're talking about the one early on. Well, that was from Croker to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, again, see, that was that's probably shows that we really wasn't our day. I mean, that that was a really good ankle tap just to get him right at the end. There was the other ankle tap on Whiten as well. So, yeah, it was, that I mean, we should have scored. Kroger, I thought, did exactly the right thing with that one. Mm-hmm. Where and we talked about this when we beat. Um, I was going to say Gold Coast. It was, it was Warriors on the Gold Coast, um, where he actually waited and, and and didn't try and pass too early. He did exactly the same thing today, um, but he just got. Pong, um, Ponga just fell backwards yeah, and his arm flicked him. Yeah, it was that, that was that dumb was luck. So, so not a not a great. Um, you know, it shows the game really wasn't perfect for us. Uh, John Chris is saying lackluster. I don't would, any of us would disagree with that. Um, Lenore's saying I wish Rapper was in the starting team rather than Bailey. Well, look, my my view on that would be I would have Rapana in the team as well. There's perhaps there's a couple of things to consider there. I think. Um, Rapan has obviously just come back, um, hasn't had a lot of training, hasn't um, done sort of all the pre-season like Simonson has. And also I think there's there's probably a little bit of an eye to the future as well that potentially this will be Rapana's only season back and Simonson's probably the longer term. So that was that was probably the plan right from the start of the of the season. Um, was well, obviously Rapana wasn't here, so so the plan was to have Simonson. And um, so Maybe you don't want to go away from that straight away. Simonson was injured last week, so therefore he didn't play, and Rapana came in, worked out. But I can understand why they went that way. At the end of the day, we were happy to release Rapana for Simonson to stay, um, and I think the the whole future proofing of your side is the reason he's there. Um, I touched on the thirty year old wingers, I think, last week. Um, so I'll stick with my Simonson over Rapana until he proves otherwise. Yeah. Um... Brat Bar Bart saying uh, Miss Rapana in the get out sets. Yeah, well, that's that is that is true. That at times that hard um, hard running from defence uh, needs to be there. Uh, I th- thought Chance made a lot of hard runs today too. Like, and and again that that, that shows a little bit of his attitude. He, he he you know he dropped a couple of those. Early, he dropped one early. He didn't look particularly confident under a couple of others, and they bombed him a fair bit. But but he's the sort of guy that wants to get his hands on the football every time when that happens. So, and Rapana's exactly like that too. I remember us being about um, 24 points down against the Tigers one time at Leichhardt and he dropped the ball three times and he, and he put his hand up for every set after that. And it's one of the reasons why I actually thought this, this guy could be all right. It might have been his Rapana's first year, actually. Um, but Nickel Clockstead continued to do that today. He continued to put his, put his hand up, made 200 metres in the end. It certainly wasn't his best game, but... But he, he kept having a crack, which which was good. But but we do need to see that hard running from our our uh, our defenders and the, uh, sorry our outside, outside backs. Outside backs, yeah. And and that's one place where we do miss BJ because we've now got yeah. two two light uh, lightweight wingers in, uh, centers in Scott and Croker, whereas we used to have that extra extra forward in BJ. Yeah, agree. Uh, Jasper, I think replying to Sam. Uh, I think this is a little bit about the. Um, the Rapana catch, just, but I think the summary there is we're flat all over, not our weak. 
obviously agree with that. Um, Steve Spencer, we have to play cat. We had to play catch up. Teams that tactics are thrown out the window. Well, I wouldn't so much agree with it. Well, clearly we had to play catch up, but I'm not too sure I'd agree with the the team tactics were thrown out the window. I actually thought we stuck to our stuck to our game. We actually got back into the game by doing that, and we actually started to look threatening again by doing that. So we didn't panic. Um, it didn't happen, as I say. An injury at the wrong time didn't help us either. But it clearly wasn't our day. But I'm not too sure that I would think that our tactics are particularly wrong. And and I'm not no, I'm not too worried that this game is going to be a real trend for the season. It's it's a flat one and it's disappointing. Um, but I'm not too sure that I've got massive worries for where we're at for the whole season based on this game. Look, everyone's everyone's likely to drop a game at some point, and everybody's likely to look flat at some point. Um, you know, we, we did have a really big game last week against the Storm, and yeah. and I know that I've already touched on the fact that the Knights had to have their draw last week, and so they probably gassed them a lot. But they also had three or four guys change over in this this side this week, so they they actually had a few fresh players after a big game because yeah. those guys were actually yeah. out. Um, not that that's necessarily excuse, but um, you know. It's one of those things. Football's a long, you know, a long season, and I know this is a short, long season. But um, I'm not too worried. We, we, we didn't execute very well today, and we did do a few dumb things. But um, I think long term we'll be all right. Yeah, and, and and I think the other thing. I mean, don't forget, we, we this is the second week back after a long break, so no one quite knew what was going to happen. So uh, out of all of this, so suddenly we come back first game, we play a really good game, we beat a really good side. And everyone just thinks we're just going to roll on and we're premiership favourites with this and with that. I mean, this in some ways is a bit of a wake-up call. So it's a wake-up call for fans probably as much as anything. I don't think Ricky and the players were getting ahead of themselves. But it's a wake-up call for the fans. That, hey, you know, this is a real fight. You've got to fight to win every game in the NRL. So, you know, you're not just going to turn up and, and have it happen. So it was a poor performance today. Um, I don't think there's a massive amount of long-term damage. But um, it's not just going to happen. You don't, mm. you know... You don't just get to top four in, in, in this competition by, by turning up every week. We're going to have to play very, very well to, to be up and around there. So, you know, don't, don't believe all the publicity. Would be, I'd, I'd be saying that to the fans more than the players. Yeah, and it's not like the Knights aren't half decent. No, no, they're, 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 they're coming together. Now, whether, whether they'll be able to keep this up for the whole season, because we saw that last year as well, they, they played well for a while and then they dropped off pretty badly. But um, they, were, they were good. Uh, the Terry saying the Knights were on. We weren't. You know, no need to panic. I think we've, that's exactly what we were saying. Uh, Manny saying no energy tonight. Uh, a few silly errors. And, well, yeah, a few early ones, I thought. Um, as we started to get into it, it was a bit better. Um, Anthony's saying something similar. Lauren's saying Hodjo in slow-mo tonight. Um, yeah, I didn't think that um, it was his best game. He certainly had plenty of the ball and he, and he made a lot of tackles, but... He uh, he didn't always put the best best option in. I didn't think. I think the best play was late in that second half when he found touch, um, yeah. but he did a lot of things tonight that made me very angry. So I think he had a shocker, and certainly a shocker by his standards. Yeah. Uh, but but yes, we have pretty high standards for him too because he's. Oh, of course, I'm just saying. We're relying saying, pretty heavily. Uh, David and Easy saying Pong is a star. Don't there's any doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, too many errors. Um, Con Stephanos is actually watching. Con, were you? Where were you guys standing? I saw you on the coverage today with Simon with the drum. I think you might have been in the car park outside or something like that. Uh, David's also asking is Hudson Young back next week. I think he must still have a couple more weeks to go, wouldn't he? I I want to say it's still another two or three, but I forget what round he's back. I thought it might be. Why am I thinking Didn't eight? Get, 
Round eight. Seven, didn't he get nine in weeks or something uh, like that, maybe? Yeah, you're testing, know, someone, you're testing someone, my memory, but I thought it was round eight. I'm pretty sure it's not next week. It, it, uh, I'm not too sure if it's that long, but because what? We, we, we got, he got another. He, I thought he got nine. He got, he, we had three of them last year, which would mean six this year, maybe round seven. No, so no, it'd be round five. Miss, you miss, if, if you got three last year. Well, then you'd have six. Yeah, okay. Well, so well, I, I think it might be round seven, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not next week. It's 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 um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not next week. Uh, we didn't dominate the middle. Uh, no, we, no we, didn't. we didn't. I mean, I thought Parley had a pretty good game. I thought Horsburgh had a very good game. Um, made a lot of did a lot of work up the middle. Made a lot of meters. Made a lot of tackles. Um, but we certainly didn't dominate them, and and their forwards played very well. And and they tend to have done that. The two side feeders. I mean, they're good players and. Um, one of them's played for New South Wales, but they've they've hurt us before, and when they were a lot younger than this, and they've they've um, hurt us pretty badly. And as I say, I thought Clemmer had a good game today too. Yeah, well, for me, the biggest thing was they they had lots and lots of second phase, and we had virtually none. So I think that that didn't help. Yeah, uh, Mike was asking, did Nick Hooksteed knock on the first time? I don't think there's any doubt he knocked on. Um, yeah, he's, Mike was talking about he turned his body, but no, I think that pretty went forward. And he was very lucky he didn't knock on the second time because uh, the ball went straight through his hands and uh, hit his chest and then went backwards. Yeah, hit his chest. Hit his. He bounced off his chest. The second after it hit his chest and then it went backwards. So yeah, it certainly wasn't a good start from him. I mean, the thing about those knock-ons too is I think the league these days is basically a case of if you drop it, it's called a knock-on. I mean, there's lots and lots of cases, even this weekend, of players that have dropped it what looks like backwards um, and they've called it a knock-on. So basically assume if the guy's dropped it, it's going to be called. Yeah, Daniel's sort of saying we just got beat as well. Um, Shay's saying uh, worst performance since Parramatta last year. Um, yeah, look, um, there's a few more other things there. I won't get into all of that. But, um, yeah, well, I made the comment at the end of it. It's, it's been a while since we've lost a home and away game of consequence. We, we obviously lost the last game of the year last year against the Warriors, but we probably were, had one eye on the finals there. So um, I can't quite remember what our last home and away loss was because we won a few of them just going into that game. So, um, yeah, whichever one it was, it, it's been a little while. Um, Mick Neville saying diabolical. Uh, Michael Sartor, who played last uh, ninety last week, us or them? Yeah, good luck to them coming back off, off a week's break after ninety minutes. But as Matt said, they did have a they did have a couple of out last week, and then a couple of get hurt during the game. So they actually had a bit of a turnover of players, which which maybe meant that not all of them were playing ninety, and 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 they got the jump on us too. So um, we you know they they did open themselves up a little bit towards the end to give us a chance. So. Uh, Jason's also questioning the penalty try. I think we've covered that. Um, uh, David Bruce saying we went sideways a lot. Need to go up the middle. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We, did, we talked about that. We didn't have the the forward platform there. Um, there's a few comments about the penalty try. Some sort of saying yes and some no, saying no. Uh, I don't think we resolved who was going to be five eight after White and went off in the sixty second minute, which highlighted our two. Four last tackle options in the last 10, yeah. Uh, we had both Hodjo and Havili out there. They needed to determine who was playing the 5-8 role. Well, I don't think either of them was, to be honest. I think, um, of them did. I think Whitehead was playing 5-8. Yeah, we both we both said the second that we thought Jack was going off that Hodjo would slide out there because Havili was already on and he'd, he'd jump into nine and, and we'd shuffle from there. But um, Rapper came on and went to 
to the edge, um, we thought that Rapper would take over Havili's role in the middle. Um, I think ultimately that was a fail. I think Hodjo should have gone to seven and run with Havili at nine. That's the whole point of having Havili on the bench. Um, make Rapper play in the middle. Okay, he's probably going to be lost in there too, but he was going to be lost on the edge. So, um, you know. Uh, a few other comments there. Um, I don't think saying anything that we haven't already covered. Uh, and Steve's now come back and, and confirmed that uh, Hudson Young's back in round six. So maybe he's... That is? Yeah. No, it's not no, next week. week after. round five. So a bit of a week yeah, after week that. After. So whether they uh, pick him straight away, who knows? Um, so there's plenty of, plenty of comments there. Thank you for, for those. Um, a couple of other things. So, uh, so a bit of good news this week uh, as far as the fact that they're... Um, is going to be some fans allowed next week. Um, it's not even our home game. It's the West Tigers' home game. If, if there's any way that someone can get Greenhouse live in, we'd be more than happy to uh, take up that option, but I'm not too sure whether that's going to be possible. But but it does certainly sound that, that it is starting to um, to be sound a lot more promising, which is good. And um, I know uh, Volandis is talking about having crowds back in July of, of more than sort of the, the 50-odd people. Um, or 50-odd people in each box, or not in each box, but you know, out of, outside the corporate boxes, um, which is good. And I know there's, there's some talk about, I think the, um, the Bulldogs play South, I think the, the first game in July or just in that first weekend of July. And I know there's, there's even some talk actually about moving that game from, um, I think it's a Bank West now, to ANZ, because obviously ANZ's not being knocked down. That's the other thing that's happened this, this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some talk about doing that, and then they reckon they're going to have 15,000 with the social distancing and stuff like that. It, it does look like maybe even New Zealand will go to, to uh, level one and not even have to worry about social distancing. And, and their rugby that starts next week, um, I think it's next week, maybe it's the week after, um, might be able to have full crowds. So... I think that's good. I mean, it's, I did see this another case in the ACT today. I don't know why we let that person from overseas in, but anyway, um, it um, it does sound like things are starting to improve with that, uh, which is obviously good for the whole country for a lot of other reasons rather than football. But um, it does give us some hope. I think that that um, you know, within a few weeks, we we might be able to go a bit more regularly and. Um, and hopefully by the end of the season, hopefully things are back to, to full crowds and, and we're back. It's obviously been tough for everyone today having a having a home match that we weren't able to go to in Campbelltown. You know, it makes it makes it pretty tough. I certainly felt a bit down this afternoon thinking about that. We got into the last hour or so before, and I think, oh, you know, there's not too many home games I missed over the last few years. So uh, that was pretty tough. They did try and do some of the things I saw. I think the Macca's power play went off. So those that sort of... Uh, are into McDonald's, then maybe there's a two for one this week. But um, yeah, it uh, it does sound a little bit more promising. Yeah, well, obviously it's you know it's the seventh of June now, so next weekend's fourteenth of June, which means you know two more weeks till July. So the fact that they're going to have some form of crowd next week means that July one doesn't sound like a terrible option anymore. Yeah. And I know that everything Volandis has has um, said up till now has looked horrible when he said it. But when the the date rolled around, it didn't look as bad. So let's hope in in you know three weeks' time that July one doesn't look that bad, and the world looks like a much nicer place. And with any luck, we'll be somewhat back to normalcy. Well, in New South Wales, which is probably what's going to decide it one way or the other, and certainly for us, it's where all our games are. Um, they haven't had a case for almost two weeks now. So 
Um, Volandis, I don't think will will go down go down uh, without swinging, and I think they've got Barilaro on their side as well too, which will help. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll all be back together and we'll be doing this from outside the ground. Certainly, if there's someone that knows someone in West Tigers corporate area that could somehow get us into the ground next week, we'd love to be doing this from outside the ground. But I think we'll probably more likely we'll be doing it from here. But um, yeah, it is it is starting to sound promising, which is good. And, and also, as we touched on last week, starting to sound a bit more promising, hopefully for local footy, although there's a few insurance issues to be worked out there, I think. The juniors, I think, are going to be back from July 1, but the um, the open age where they get played um, may not be. And, and there's some challenges they've got to work out there because there's not the money to play the players because sponsorship's down and... Um, and the leagues clubs clearly have been closed, although they're allowed to be open in New South Wales now. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, as we get towards the end of the season, we're going to have have a lot of football that we'll be able to go to. And and I must say, I hope we get um, full crowds back because the final series in in October and Origin in November that could be some of the best football you'll ever see. An Origin series in November in dry conditions in warm weather that that could be an mm. absolute um, blockbuster to watch. So that 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 could be fantastic. I reckon. All right, well, another week down. Unfortunately, it was a loss, uh, 34-18. We'll be back again next week. Um, And as usual, go the Raiders. Go Raiders.